Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and Ruth Eggert Hall, presenting Dave Ka's Summer Horns on Saturday, July the 1st. The Dave Ka's tour features other sax greats like Candy Dolfer and Eric Darius and Friends, and will feature songs from each artist's catalog of contemporary feel-good jazz at the new Coachman Park venue, The Sound. RuthEckerdHall.com has ticket information. And support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at GenDentistry.com. This is Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio today with Hover Car, awesome band playing some indie rock music here. We're going to get into their music, their new music that has just been released. And uh, I think some really important, really poignant topics of conversation during the interview later on in the show. But first, let's hear a little bit of music. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. We're Hover Car, baby. Car here on Live Music Showcase. 
Rocking out, rocking out, kicking it off with some heavy vibes. I love it. By the way, for those of you who are our regular listeners and for those of you who are donating contributors, thank you so much for your support in the recent pledge drive that we did. We are still working on reaching our goal of $1,500. I think we just cracked the $1,000 limit. So what we're looking for right now is five people to join Circle of Friends, five people to join Circle of Friends at the $10 or more uh, amount. So you can do that by going to WMNF.org and hitting the tip jar button. You can go in there, join the Circle of Friends, direct your donation to Live Music Showcase to help us hit our goal. Because after all, not only does that uh, help us keep the lights on, help us get all of this cool equipment that you see here in our live stream, WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook.com, uh, but it also makes us feel good. It makes us know that we're doing something right. It helps us understand that what we're doing actually matters. And uh, Listeners like you, viewers like you, are what make that possible. So, with that in mind, let's hear the next song. Absolutely. Take it away. This song is for all my girlfriends out there. Love you, babies. Music Showcase, Hovercar here in studio with us today. Hovercar just released a new single. What's the new single called? Yeah, thank you again for having us. Our new single is called Nylon. It's yeah. available on all digital streaming platforms today, and we are very excited. It's our uh, first single release in over a year, so heck yeah, we're very happy for this one. It's very emotional for us, and yeah. we're proud. 
thrilled for that. We're going to hear that song a little bit later on in the episode, so make sure you stick around. And by the way, if you're not a person who listens to live radio all the time, maybe you stumbled on us right now, and you're like, man, I love this uh, this show, but I just can't listen to it live at 2 o'clock every week, we, can, we distribute the show in podcast form on Apple Music and on Spotify. Just search Live Music Showcase to listen to this episode and every other past episode and on the website at WMNF.org in the archives. Take it away. What's the next song called? The song's called Wither, and it's for my friend uh, Maya over at Tyrone Ulta. She did my makeup today. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> live in studio here on Live Music Showcase. We're here every Friday at 2 p.m. on WMNF. 
I appreciate that, Will. Yeah, we have a little... Oh, that's okay. We're having a banner malfunction. At least something fell down. You know, I'd rather a banner malfunction than anything else on this show. Yeah, I'm fine with it. We're good Absolutely. with it. Exactly, yeah. You know what... Um, if you don't know what we're talking about right now, if you're just listening, we have a live stream of this show going on right now that shows all the ins and outs. Yeah, go ahead, man. Don't worry about getting on camera. We'll just get it fixed. Uh, but here. if you want to watch the live stream, you want to watch Will fix this banner, the most interesting thing <laughs> right now. Yes. All the listeners for Will. Too. Fixing the banner. Will. Yes, sir. Fixing the banner. I, I love, love a, it. I love a band that brings a banner. You, you might be the first band... Uh, put, make sure you put a lot of tape. Let's make sure Over it's the only time tape. you have to fix it. Yeah. Really... Yeah, vertical and horizontal. If you're wondering what we're talking about right now, wow. you can go to the live stream and watch it live happening. Uh, Debbie MNF's live music showcase yeah, on Facebook. Go ahead and search it right now. And you'll get to see not only what Will is doing, but what Will is wearing. And you can judge him as much as you want. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, he's actually wearing a Debbie MNF t-shirt. Will, high five. Come here, man. We're doing it. High five. Good job. Well done, man. Quick and efficient. That's what we're talking about. Get in there, get out, do your thing. Love it. So uh, we have uh, enough. We have plenty of time for plenty more music. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. And like I said, you know, if you guys have stories about these songs, you're welcome to share them by all means. Whatever you want to do. Uh, so yeah, what's the next song called? This song is called Wooden Gun, and um. This song I wrote actually, ironically enough. Um, I, I guess I'm aging myself over a decade. Or um, I wrote it on a piano in a church, actually, um, a long time ago. I have a lot of religious. Oh, I'm sorry. I have That's a lot all right. of like uh, religious trauma and things like that. So this is kind of um, um, a song I wrote on a piano originally. That I it just kind of made its way back um, in hover car form, and I'm happy it is. So. And it's a phone with
Without a breeze, you're listening to Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Hovercar. I love that. Thank you. I think I know who you're singing to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. I think so. <laughs> it's, I th- uh, it can be aggressive. I mean, you know, I, I try not to... I guess, I don't know, it's kind of a territory with art. You know, you're afraid of how people are going to take the way that you're expressing yourself and how honest you're being about the way that you're feeling, whether that's happy or sad or angry or rageful, you know? Yeah, and you know what that means? It means that you care about what you're saying. It means that it means something to you. For sure. Because if you're afraid to be vulnerable, vulnerable about it with each other, it means that it may not even just be something you're saying, but it may be you sharing a part of yourself with absolutely people. and that vulnerability is scary it is especially scary. on the radio yeah. <laughs> so good yeah, on you sure. uh, the bravery uh, is uh, it does not go unnoticed and I think we're going to talk a little bit about that coming up here during the interview at the half of the show that's how we do it on this show you get the music and you get the story behind the music and that's exactly what we're going to get into uh, not VH1 style because that's a uh, not really been a thing for at least 20 years now so we're totally original at this point yeah that's Absolutely. the plan right there's a shelf no life no one's on done this at all right never, never. We, no have you ever heard of this band talking about I don't know. any of that oh. we're ex, you know we're, never mind <laughs> you do not want us to go off on our thing we'll be here for hours oh no we're going to that's it'll the plan it'll be entertaining that's but, the plan 100% I'm, I am yeah, yeah. Stop Before it. the show. Why does his Before name Before the show. Listen, it was Creed, I, yeah. I don't want this recorded here. I don't want it for everyone to With know. arms wide open. And we'll back it up with one biscuit. He has a terrible... Stop. I will stop this all now. Now you know, we'll be loving this. Right here. All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. Let's hear, instead of that, let's Perfect. hear some more hover car music. <laughs> that, I think, would be what little people want to hear, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. So, um, did you... Um, Take it away. No, please. By all means. It's all you. Uh, This song is, um, this is, it's very emotional for me. And this is, like I said, this is our single that's out right now called Nylon. Um, the song is very much about, um, all of these songs really are, uh, and I want to preface what I'm about to say with like that a level of vulnerability I know comes with making art. 
as an artist, I feel like, you know, when you put yourself out there, you have to be prepared to kind of stand behind it. Yeah. You know, and be ready to talk about it. Yeah. And I think your art should elicit a response from you emotionally. And it does for me, definitely. All the good art that I admire, you know, elicits that response for me. And it's something I'll hold on to and cherish. So, you know, I'm just, I want to preface what I'm about to say with that, you know, hearing my story is, um, you know, it's hard for me to talk about. It's definitely something I've I had to wrestle with for a long time. I mean, you put a microphone in anyone's face, you know, they're going to feel very nervous and very sure, scared. And that's and, um, okay. You know, these songs are the soundtrack. These were the songs for injecting hormones for me. I'm a, a trans woman, and I, I've been... Um, this was my first year taking hormones, and this whole record, uh, Killing Jar, that's going to be coming out in July, is about that first year for me, and this was kind of the soundtrack in my head as I was taking those um, first steps and, and growing and exploring my femininity and my womanhood and coming into my own. And so these are very emotional for me, and my brother Alton Plemons is been there for me um, from day one and um, and everybody really we just want to say everyone and outside of just that you know our last year was quite traumatic it was a yeah. um, hard year for everybody right I mean it just seems to get harder at COVID and then onward it just it's okay to acknowledge that it's not fun out here and especially strange for, new world you know kind of a lens where I've you know I feel like I was a body with a, a camera body with no lens before right yeah. I feel like a lot of people just don't understand trans people they don't know any trans people and they just get yeah. the information that they hear about hormone replacement therapy and all this stuff from the news cycles and the talking heads that are just vilifying us in the news and over and over you know we're mothers we're sisters we're brothers fathers musicians you know, parents yeah. you know some of us just want to exist outside of that binary while some of us don't feel like we identify with the opposite you know and gender affirming care is health care and it saved my life and these are the songs that saved my life, you know, and I just want to share that. And so I say that, like I said, you know, don't, I guess, you know, not every trans person wants to be this vulnerable. And I really don't either. But I feel like I would be lying to myself if I wasn't speaking from this perspective because, you know, that's where these songs came from, you know, and also the hospital and what we went through with you and everything. We had Yeah, Alton's partner, Karina. Oh, he doesn't have a mic. Just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. God, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so okay. Just listening that's all right. That's all right. Knock the wall down. And we're good. You just hang out If there. you guys can can come in and, and arrange that mic no, for him. Yeah, thank good. you, guys. Breaking down barriers. Yeah, thank we, you, guys. We talked about Breaking first. down barriers. <laughs> Literally. There it is. Breaking down wall. I love it. I love it. So anyways. And, and let me just say, vulnerability comes with it, the necessity for courage. And you're showing that by sharing this information and, and right. being vulnerable and, and yeah. not just sharing your music but the story behind it because the the most important aspect of this is that hopefully someone out there is listening to this yeah. who has been or was or is currently where you once were and where you currently yeah. are and, and hopefully they'll feel a sense of connection with that sure. and know they're not alone and know that there's people that That's care it. about them. If you're listening out there right now and you're struggling with your identity, with your gender identity, with who, whoever you are, whoever you think you are and whoever you want to be, know that you're not alone. Yeah. You're not the only one out there. And Absolutely. there's a whole community of people, no matter how alone you might feel, there's a whole community of people out there, a growing community of people out there who love you and support you and care about you and want to see you not only survive, but want to see you thrive. And you're valid, too. You're like, valid. Wherever you are, you know, like I know for me, like it's it's one of those things we don't owe the world our stories. You know, we don't owe anyone anything for just trying to breathe air because we're just asking for that, right? Just this foundational respect as humans, you know, that, like I said, we're 
we're out here too. We live in this world and, and you know, I just, you know, I hope that like people can, you know, know that, that, and you, know, you don't have to meet a trans or non-binary gender fluid person to understand. Just think about how you would feel if, you know. How do you want to be treated? How you want to be treated and the basic things that like basic you right. expect as a citizen of this country because you live in it and you get, and then we just don't even have that foundational place to come from where we're building off of. You won't even respect me as a human and my pronouns and understand how scary it is for trans people to get out the door some days, you know, much less appear here with lights and camera and action, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's scary enough to go to the grocery store to check out, to do anything, you know, these conversations are had all over the state right now. Are we leaving? Are we going? You know, it's, it feels very, yeah. uh, very dark in the environment, like a very much a culture and environment of fear. Yeah. And so, you know, they make you feel like you're alone and you're not. That's right. You're not alone. Absolutely. After this song, I think we're going to dig into all of this a little bit more. But first, let's hear Nylon, Hover Car.
And that's Nylon, Hover Car's new single that is out on all digital streaming platforms right now. You can listen to it uh, anytime, anywhere uh, on any of the streaming platforms. Right? And there's also a music video out on our YouTube channel. Ooh, gotta, gotta love a good music video. It's also video. on our Instagram as well. There so. it is. Absolutely. Yeah, you can check all of that out. Uh, their Instagram is at hovercar666, if that's I'm correct. Hovercar666. Right. 666. All one word. That's right. Uh, after all. Okay, so... Before we dig into the interview uh, here, this is the part of the show that we open up to the listeners. Uh, this is called the AMA, Ask Musicians Anything. All you have to do to ask the musicians here in studio a question, this is your chance to interact with them uh, as directly as we can let people interact with people. Uh, all you have to do is call into the studio, 813-239-9663. Our board op, Charlie, in the other room, is going to take your calls and your questions. He's going to share them with me. I'm going to ask the band those questions or comments. Maybe you don't have a com- Maybe you don't have a question, but you have something uh, you just want to say to the band. We actually have one of those already. Also, you can email, uh, if that's easier for you, just go to, uh, just email us at dj at wmnf.org with any questions you might have. We actually already have, it's not a question, it's a statement after everything that we just talked about. Uh, Please tell them uh, that if it helps, the band rocks incredibly. They are awesome. That's Jeff in Tampa. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff. There you go. So people are listening and they are digging it. So we'll see what else uh, everybody has to say. Looking forward to some of those questions. I have, uh, you know, questions of my own um, as a as a cisgendered white man. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like I'm in a position here to tell anyone anything in this room, (laughs) frankly. Uh, I think that uh, people that are in my current position have been doing that for far too long, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's time to give uh, that power over to other people that deserve it and need it. Absolutely. And so in that regard, your music is very heavily influenced on your experiences, correct, Nikki? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you actually just kind of like cracked the the shell, so to speak, uh, before that last song talking about your experiences as a trans woman as mm-hmm. you know you've gone your 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 first year uh doing uh HRT mm-hmm. right um and i'd love to to sit here and be like well we could talk about this or we could talk about that but really what i'm more interested in is just hearing your experiences through that if you're willing to share them yeah. and how you relate that you know to your music For is sure. that comfortable yeah absolutely okay. i mean i think it's like i said i, I think i would be um you know, I think I would be remiss if I didn't take an opportunity with a microphone, you know, to sure. speak for women, sure. all women, yeah. you know, and I don't speak it. I don't mean it like I speak for women or speak for all trans women or speak for all trans people. But like, I, I feel like I would be remiss because that is definitely where these songs come from. They come from a very, very vulnerable and emotional place within me. And like I said, um, through the lens of this past year is coming out um, and on hormones, you know, it very much affects our sound and our music, I think. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, I remember when um, when Against Me's lead singer started. To Laura Jane Grace. Yeah, Laura Jane Grace. She Literally was just my here. Favorite musician. Not long ago. Yeah. 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 I was. Yeah. She was starting to transition, and she talked very openly about how it changed her voice. It changed the Absolutely. way that she was able to perform on stage and, and all of that right. stuff. And that was that was a welcome challenge right. uh, because she got to embrace who she had always felt she was. Right. right. So, do you find that your experience is similar in that regard? Yes and no. Okay. Um, I mean, I, f- I feel different in the sense of I feel 
I don't know how she feels. We've we've t- we've met once. Yeah, she's we worked the merch table with her. At her yeah, show. we yeah. Super fun. She the was last, very nice. The second to last time she was here at the Bricks, yeah. we worked her merch table for her. Got to hang wow. out with her after the show. Very cool. And she's against me is my favorite band. Yeah, I'm a Florida loves, kid. So her. against me is like the gospel. So. Being in her presence yeah. was a... And that's another thing, too. We grew up in very different, like, musical influences and places. Like, Alton grew up in Florida, so he has very much a connection to this area. And Laura and Against Me, you know, and brings all that to the table, which sure. is crazy. Because, like, I came from a very different musical background, you know, where, like, I never... I don't want to admit you all that. you want me to say it? I don't want to admit on that. I never really listened so to it. So she's from St. Pete. She's I a little pretentious. No, wait, no. <laughs> stop it. I'm kidding. Whatever. You know I'm all the St. Pete people out there? I'm from St. Pete, and I'm a little pretentious, so it's okay. This man wants okay. to throw me under the bus constantly <laughs> for this. You know what? Uh-huh. I'm the hardcore grunge punk <laughs> oh kid from Tampa, I'll and you're what the beautiful, glamorous... Yes, continue. St. Pete. Dear brother. This is my brother. I love Alton very much. I love and our relationship, I think, has been quite cosmic and central to everything in my life because Alton is very um, near and dear to me, and we are very close together. And in this band, it's it's very much a 50-50 in the sense of, you know, I feel like Alton very much orchestrates a lot of these songs, and I feel like our songs come from a place of, like, living life together and collectively suffering, you know, like the trauma we went through last year. You know, like, I still remember we were in the emergency room. Do you um, feel comfortable talking about that? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think. Yeah. Shouts out first off to my wife of over eleven years, Karina Plemons. I love, love you more you, than anything. She's in the comments, by the way. Oh, hey, what's up, babe? Awesome. I love yeah. you. I love them so much. But yeah, she uh, had some like health scares last year and went to the hospital two times. Did a total of like a month and a half. Um, yeah. The first time. TGH was so overrun because the hurricane had just happened down oh, in Inglewood. Yeah. So wow. they transferred patients up to TGH and she ended up waiting like 30-something hours in the ER's hallway on a gurney. And thankfully, Nikki was there because I called her at 8.30 in the morning in tears like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I need somebody to be here because I have to go to work. Right. And Nikki stayed with her for like that yeah, entire right. 30 That hours. one night we were there for upwards of over 30 hours in the hallway, me and Karina, you know, and it was very scary. And I remember... You know, it just felt very hopeless, yeah. you know, because... Um, and then it got worse. Can, can I ask what happened? Can I ask what happened? Um, she had a biopsy. Uh, my wife has lupus uh, okay. nephritis and had a biopsy, and we thought the biopsy went wrong, and then there was just oh, a wow. bunch of reactions to the biopsy, and then ended up spending like four day, two or three days, actually, in the ICU, because they sent her home from TGH, and then I came into our bedroom, and she was unresponsive. Oh, and wow. So, and that, and That's I mean, terrifying. Literally, I can't even terrifying. imagine. We, she was in the ICU that day we did the crowbar yeah. show. That so was, yeah. I left an ICU wow. and we've, went and played a stage. We've actually done quite a few quite shows a few. where we're in and out of a hospital. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. And, I mean, there's a lot, too, behind the scenes that people What's just... dedication? I yeah. think it don't understand about music, and it's not just us. You know, every artist and every musician Everybody's makes that sacrifice, you know? But, yeah. And that's ours, so that's kind of why we're talking about sure, it. You know? and, yeah. And, you know, so that and, happened. And mad yeah. props to bands like Deaf Company, Eyelid Cinema, Drain Outs, like oh, Pet Lizard, everybody in Pet Lizard and Bad Bad Things. Um, I love Drain Outs. They've been on the show before. They're great. Great guys. Like, all three yeah. of those dudes were, like, super there for us. We're that's awesome. We're constantly asking if I need anything. Chad, the drummer of uh, Pilot Jones, was yeah. really, really there for me. So we appreciate guys the community in that sense. Yeah, I mean, that's a funny, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because for musicians, one of the ways that we learn to process our emotions is through writing and performing our music, Mm -hmm. truly. And I can't tell you how many times I've written a song because I needed to find a place to put the massive 
crippling emotions right. that were coming yeah, from something going sure. on in my life. Right. And and you put them in that song. And it's not that they go away and it's not that they even get smaller. Yeah. It's that that's now their container to a degree. I guess container may be the, the wrong box. way to put it. Yeah, it's, it's the box. Maybe that is it. Yeah, you put it in the box. I'm emotionally moving on and I got to pack this up and put it somewhere. And that's why as a, as a spectator, if you're in the crowd watching a musician play a song that means something to them deeply. Right. It means they're unpacking that box for yeah. that moment. Going back, yeah. And and all of those emotions that they felt when they put that in that yeah. box are still there. Here are my wounds. Yeah. Now you can judge me. Basically. So it's not it's just four chords and a beat and some arbitrary lyrics. Some sometimes that happens. That's that. There's plenty of times. Right. And there's I plenty the of music that has that. The Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just Let's staying go. alive, man. Ah ah ah. Uh, stay alive. And that's how you do CPR too, by the way. Fun fact: that's the beat to do CPR too. By the way, yeah. If you ever watch The Office, but uh, that's how it works. So, um, but but that processing of those emotions, all of these things that you're going through, that you have gone through, it, would you say that that's the way that you use your music? Absolutely. To, to process those emotions and For sure. find a way to work through them. For sure. And I love and hate it too. Like I Tell me why you love it first. I love playing music because it makes me feel good. You know? Yeah. It, it, it's definitely, I feel there's nothing like the feeling of discovering a song. And I feel like it's right. like you're already unearthing something that's there because you know it's not good enough. Or it's yeah. like, it's like what already sounds like. Because very much this record for me, it was already in my head. Yeah. I was singing these songs all year. Yeah. We released the first reel promoting the album before it was even recorded. Right. Just wow. Because all the songs we, were written. All we the knew songs what we were doing. And it's like I kept hearing in my head and then we pieced together kind of like a garage band version of all of the demos that we thought were the best and literally followed this blueprint in the studio. And, and thanks to Ryan over at Candor Recording. Absolutely. Oh, he's in the comments too. Oh, Ryan. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> tell tell uh, this old kid I said hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has a studio, studio cat, cat and it's the greatest. Oh. I love it over there. But yeah, and, and I came to Ryan too and I was like, hey, I want to I want to make a record too because I feel like along the lines of that, being able to capture that, right? Because like you write a song and you try and recreate the emotions of that moment, but it's so difficult to bring people into something that you experience at such a very specific moment right you know whether you're drinking coffee yeah. or experiencing something throughout the day or whatever you were doing that right. you know <laughs> opening your mind um but like you know and trying to capture that energy and convey it to people and i wanted to come in and do a full record in one go and do it in a week yep. and like the wow. records that i love you know and the yeah. influence me the most have this thematic element to them like morning view from incubus oh, was something for me like love that album. Where, like even visually because visually for me i feel like i was i felt like we were making a movie when we were like we thought about recording this album like it was like making a movie yeah like beginning to end we're getting in the car we're here we're happy cherry like let's stay high let's be high you know everything's yeah. so wonderful and dreamy then you go on as if, whatever, getting a little jaded. <laughs> then Wither comes along, and I'm like, gosh, this feeling's back again, right? And then yep. we're at Wooden Gun, where you're like reminiscing about some old trauma, right? Such yeah. an old song for me. <laughs> All Lips is just... Track five, Nylon, you know, you're very vulnerable. Yep. You're at the bottom. And then it goes into All Lips, which is just like your rage. Like, like, I'm mad. Just, now I'm, I'm mad, mad. Yeah. and I'm not going to take I've it no got, more. I've got my Venti Starbucks. I am <laughs> driving through St. Pete. I'm on a mission. Yeah. I am. I went to King State yeah. and drank five cold brews. Uh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm hauling around St. Pete doing the thing, um, doing the midday mom grind, you know. And so, uh, but that's you and know, then killing jar. and then killing jar, which is kind of like this reflective piece about like the state of the world and how do I accept it and how do I live in it. Feeling very much, um, we've kind of adopted the image of this record as like this thermal butterfly is what yeah. I'm calling it. 
Tiana trademark. Um, Tiana. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have plans for that name. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, like the idea of a killing jar and that, I, I don't know if this is true, so if there's any like butterfly people out there that want to email in or talk to me or whatever, but the way that, I guess, unethically you can capture a butterfly, yeah. this concept came up to me, or like a butterfly, if you want to preserve them for their beauty is you put them in a jar, right, with a rag and formaldehyde on it, right, so that yeah. when you put them in the glass, they don't die or right. they don't beat their wings against the glass and it bruises the, the wings because that's what you want to preserve is the right. beauty. And so it's just kind of a wild concept of something so beautiful and something that has gone through such a drastic change that like the world loves to hate it and it's put on display for them to hate, you know? And it's like, um, just that concept I feel like is very much of um, a metaphor from sure. my first year taking hormones. Wow. And so- um, That's powerful. Yeah. That's well, powerful. Just butterflies those, beating their wings on the glass. So, yeah. so you told me why you love the the fact that you use music to process. Tell yeah. me why you hate it, because you said you love it. Because <laughs> it. it hurts, you know. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, absolutely. Know? The more you know, the more you hurt, and like the more I find out about myself, the more pain you know I find. The more I dig, the harder it becomes. And right? The thing you said about when we were making the video, it's like I have to make these things now, happen right now because I'm not going to want to do this a day or two. Later. Absolutely, yeah. and I hate so. it. I I can hardly watch the video now. I and just, we have I like it. right now, we probably have like 30 to 40 throw yeah. throwaway tracks that yeah. like yeah, we could probably do something with them, but we're just but, yeah, and it's maybe like, the next album, maybe the next for album. me yeah. too. And that's another part of like looking at life that this trans lens, right? Is like yeah. you know, it's very much like aesthetically like the way you present yourself in this world is very important and for a lot of trans and gender fluid and non-binary people you know gender dysphoria is very crippling and very real and it, and it can very much like you know very very much affect your day and your life and um, yeah. for me you know a lot of that was expressed through alcoholism and destructive behavior sure um, you know I did a lot to hurt a lot of people but like you know learning to forgive myself and love myself and not have so much negative talk against the way I look or the way I feel but that's Absolutely. you know access yeah. to things that'll let you become something that you've always wanted to be yeah it's, you know it, it it i don't really you know it's cruel and it's used as a wedge to keep people apart yeah. yeah what they do and i think that's why i have so much religious trauma too just living under the weight of that shame and that guilt constantly yeah. it's like no matter what you can do you know we can talk about it all day long you know whatever what book or this book or that book says or this or that god believes and whatever brings you peace brings you peace but i just see does anyone else not see the irony that i'm like hey like breathing air as a woman brings me peace and you won't even let, let me just be a, be a and doesn't man. affect them right. at all you're not so stealing air from anyone else no, I, just, I just want some air too right. just breathe. I just right. live some my air that's out there for anyone to breathe and you are entitled to do that as a living being just right. like anything sure. else on this planet absolutely so uh real quick uh, we're wrapping up the interview here. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're, we're in studio with Hovercar, and we're talking about their new music and, and how uh, their, their life and their lives uh, relate to their new music and, and how much it means to them. Um, you know, I always like to look for teaching opportunities for the listeners. I always like to, to look for, for opportunities to, to learn something because, after all, the optimist in me wants to believe that a lot of the negativity and and kind of disgusting behavior we see that is towards the trans and non-binary and LGBTQA mm -hmm. community right now. I would like to optimistically believe that it comes from a place of just misunderstanding right. and fear of right. what they don't understand. Of the other. You know, right. uh, fear of the other, right. right. And so if I can, I'm going to basically say a few things to my fellow cis white men out there right now. And this is not judgment. This is not negative. This is simply an opportunity uh, 
to instead of looking at a trans person, looking at a non-binary person, someone that is different than you, different doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to equate to bad. And furthermore, a trans person is not just a trans person. They're not a trans person. They're a trans person. In other words, you are not just a trans person. You're a musician. You're a woman. You're a person in society. Absolutely. You're, uh, you have a brother. You know, you're a family member. You, you're a daughter. You, have a, you, you are all of these other things. Exactly. And if we keep maximizing that singular concept right. around your identity, then you don't get to be any of those other things to anyone right. else. So to those of you listening out there who maybe feel uncomfortable about the LGBTQA community and you feel uncomfortable about engaging with them, just remember that that quality of who they are is not only who they are. And all you have to do is start a conversation. You're going to, that, that fear that comes from misunderstanding might just go away. Absolutely. Because if you give yourself the chance to learn and engage, you're giving yourself the chance for some peace. And you're giving them the chance for some peace too. And you're giving the people around them a chance to enjoy their peace and their love. Yeah. You know, because like... Which is something the everyone people around them in their life, they can see, you know, the destructive behaviors and the trauma and the pain and the conflict. Totally. Totally. So, you know. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today and for being vulnerable about these topics. These are not easy things to talk about, I know. No, sure. And uh, just thank you. I appreciate it. I really Absolutely. do. As a, again, like as a person who, like, I want to engage. I want to learn more. And I want to be a better person because of that. That's the goal, I yeah. think, for sure. everyone should Absolutely. be. Let's all try to be better people. Exactly. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> All right. So um, coming back out of the the uh, the conversation here, um, I, we have a couple more songs here with Hover Car. Uh, we've got a couple of people that have sent some AMA questions in. Yeah. I do believe. Yeah, we do have a couple. I love that. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll answer some of those questions here in just a moment. But let's yeah. hear one more song. Do we do one more or two more songs? We'll do one more and then we'll do one to finish off okay, the cool. show. Let's okay, cool. Let's do all this and kill All right. Let's do it. Why Take not? it away. Go for it. Yeah.
Music Showcase. Hover Car live in studio with us today. That's our show, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We do have a, we still have a couple of things going on here, so don't go anywhere just yet. We do have one AMA question, but before I get to that, I want to tell everybody about the incredible crew that we have working on this show this and every week. Sound mixer Mark Perfetti. AV assistant Will Stead. Our video director today is Ed Lehman and Bree Shoemaker. Our, our camera operators today are Marcy Connors, Charles Holsoppel, and Wade Abram. Our board op is Charlie Cushing. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. Next week on the show, they previously were called Sick Hot, but now they go by the band name The Dirty Janes. And if you are into the Zeppelin-style hair metal from the 70s with the leather and the leopard print and the the shredding on the guitar. Uh, this is definitely the band for you. They keep getting better. Every time I see this band, they keep getting better, and they're going to be on the show next week. So make sure you come back and give us a listen on that episode. So we asked and you answered. We have one question that came through. I think we only have time for probably one question. I think we had a couple more, but this one in particular, uh, this one's pretty good. The question, the question is, what is the central theme of the album? I think we got to that a little bit, but if you want to clarify, that's fine. And what's the band, I'm sorry, what, oh, what bands inspired, what, what bands inspired you while you were making the album? For sure. So I was listening to a lot of um, Trauma Ray and yeah. um, a lot of like 90s inspired like shoegaze kind of stuff too. And I mean, I love My Bloody Valentine. I mean, the 90s is just like, we can't get away from it. It is what it is. I think I leaned a little harder into Nirvana, um, Nirvana and Sonic Youth and kind of getting back to the things I just love about music and the sounds I love and Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth and Garbage and all the women in grunge that inspired me and made me like Oops. music in the first place, like Alanis Morissette, L7, Veruca Salt, you know, like bands that I really loved in the sound and the way that their voice sounded, the way they carried themselves and women that were just super powerful, you know, and so like, yeah, I just think for me, that's a lot what I was listening to. And I mean, yeah, I was, I mean, I'm a big punk hardcore person. So no. like when we go in, when we go in the <laughs> studio, I basically listen to like this band Have Heart, um, Comeback Kid, uh, against me um, and then like my two seminal bands that get me through like everything which is Men Zingers and Gaslight Anthem yeah. so mm -hmm. well and I can't even help the you know Queens of Stone Age is like and I Queens mean, of Stone Age oh, yeah, is mean, kind like, of obvious so Songs of the Deaf was very much an influence for me all over and it will forever be Absolutely. an influence in every album I make just because yeah, like yeah, I love yeah. the connected nature of that that's why we got too. the clock you know like this was this was my songs for injecting hormones and this is the songs in my head and this was you know, I could kind of hear this this rhythm to this yeah. album and this, yep. you know, this synchronization of like pain and trauma and these songs were just kind of always there in our, in our hearts and it kind of came out, right? Absolutely. That's, that's something that's so great about 90s music and I'm biased too because I grew up listening to the 90s music. That was where my heart was with music too. But, but they were so... In, it, um, the lyric content and the way the right. lyrics were delivered, not just, and I'm not even talking about melody, but the no. lyric content was so important. Yeah. It was poetic. Matchbox and it was 20, moving. Third yeah. Eye Blind. Even, yeah, even the, the pop bands at yeah. the time, like there was deep, deep, meaningful lyrics. And just like songs, like honestly, yeah. like I'll be honest with you, like I listen to a lot of like Corinne Bailey Ray and oh, like yeah. Nora Jones. I mean, I just a good song's a good song. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, song. I'm a huge Lizzo fan. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely love, love Lizzo. Lizzo. I mean, I listen. You know, Pink Panthers is just constantly blasting oh, so in my good. head all yeah. day long. <laughs> yep. So with the songs in mind, if you all wouldn't mind, if you both wouldn't mind, yeah. As we end the show, taking us out with one last song. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. This is Killing Jars. This is uh, the title song from our record coming out this summer. This one's for Green. 
song is for you, Karina, and for Jed. Oh, and Karina says, by the way, I'm eternally grateful for Nikki spending all those hours with me in the hospital. <laughs> you can say that word. Much, that one's Karina. okay. And I love you, Jed, and I love everybody in our circle. We love you all very much. This is WMNF Tampa.